if you you have to have a presence so you, you have to build that uh, piece out first and then quite frankly your content's gonna suck if you've never created content before it's gonna suck whether it whether Love it's it. whether it's images you know you know we're, we're in an age of video now but and the only way to get better is by creating content that sucks so you have to create it it's got to suck you got to learn from it you got to you know uh, get better and so if you don't start that now then you're just gonna be that much further behind when you think you have the time to do it when you think you have the 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 uh ability to to focus on on social media so you need to start that now Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Elevate. If you are here, you're probably a real estate agent looking to elevate your business. Today's conversation is going to be really focused on marketing and the guest that I have here today, I am excited to share with you. He's a close friend of mine, Pete Stagel uh, from Servant360. Pete, how you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Dude, I cannot tell you, this is this has been a long time in the making. So I want to set the groundwork for everybody before we really dig in, because this is going to be really fun. So um, I'm a part of a, a, a something of a mastermind group of uh, really what I consider to be some of the best real estate photography and media companies from all across the country. And Pete, you're in that same group. That's how we got introduced to each other. Um, and, and so you and I get on a call every Tuesday night, um, and we've been doing this now for months. And I, I got to tell you, man, I've just learned so much from you and, and I, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate getting on those calls and, and asking questions and you just openly giving, uh, and sharing what you know, because I feel like you and I are, are very, are very close in the way that we think about marketing and very close to the way we think about providing value to people and building a business. And so it's fun to have a kindred spirit on the other side of the country, <laughs> uh, to speak with about these things every week. So, um, go ahead and dive in really quickly. Tell us who you are, tell us what you do and, uh, and how'd you get to this point today? So I'm Pete Sagal. I'm the founder of Servant 360. This is my 13th or 14th business. I'm a serial entrepreneur, um, mainly in marketing. I, I like the marketing aspect of businesses and, uh, yeah, it, without the foundation of, of of a true marketing plan and a marketing system, business just doesn't really work very well. And so, I've I've done a lot of different businesses. I've I've uh, gone through and, and developed marketing plans and and strategies and stuff like that. And it it just excites me. And so, whenever I get into something and getting to talking with other people about marketing, I get excited. So. So it's, that's it's awesome. Fun. <laughs> that's awesome. And 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 how? Tell me a little bit about uh, Servant Three Hundred and Sixty. How long has Servant Three Hundred and Sixty been in business? Uh, and and tell me a little bit about the genesis of of your business on your side of the country. So Servant Three Hundred and Sixty is a real estate uh, media company, just like uh, you, know, you guys have there. Uh, we're just out here in uh, the land of entrant. Enchantment, not entrapment. A lot of a lot of the locals call it entrapment, but it's the land of enchantment. I actually was thinking about that this morning. I was like, "Don't say entrapment," but here we go. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, uh, it's Albuquerque, New Mexico area. And uh, my wife was a was a real estate agent, and uh, she needed somebody to do photos. Photography was a was a vague hobby of mine. I I, I enjoyed you know taking photos of abandoned places, ghost towns, that type of thing. And uh, so, you know, the real estate, it's just newer homes, that's all. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, we, I started doing some photography stuff for them, uh, for her and for some of her uh, fellow agents. And uh, I was shutting down a business that I was running before, and so I was looking for the next thing to do. 
And so we got into doing the real estate uh, media. And so we started out doing, you know, actually we started doing uh, virtual tours. So that, that's where the Servant 360 came from. Oh, um, cool. And then we you know, did the photography and, you know, full service. So, so we do everything. Um, but the, the big thing is, is that we serve our clients and, and we tell them how to use the media that we, we create. You know, a lot of photography companies are just that. You know, they, they give you photos, maybe some, some other stuff, and here you go. This is what you get to do with it. And, and, and a lot of agents don't know what to do with that. You know, they, they yeah. say, okay, great, I got photos. I'll put it on the MLS, and then I don't know what to do with video and virtual tour. Right. You know, I, I guess I could stick that in the MLS there somewhere. I don't know what it does. Uh, and, That's and so, so true. I found that over and over and over again with a lot of our clients. And so I've developed a lot of content uh, around teaching our, our, our clients how to use the media that we were, we're providing them and then the strategy behind it. Because coming mm. from a marketing background, that's the part that, that I really enjoy. Um, photography, yeah, it's great. But if you don't know what to do with it, it, it it's useless. It's so. useless. Yeah. Yeah. We have a very similar story on our side. I mean, I, when we got into it, we it was like, hey, so I, I know how to use a camera. I, I know I know a good bit about marketing from the past businesses that I've built. So this kind of makes sense. Like, let me take the camera. Let me. It seems like a cool business. It seems seems scalable. It seems like it'd be a fun thing to work on and a fun thing to do. And, and I was a real estate investor. So that made sense. Like, I understood a lot about real estate itself. And so when I got into it, uh, you know, that it just seemed like the low hanging fruit. It was like, okay, well, let me let me go help agents get marketing material for the properties. But what was really interesting was that when I got into it, I was starting to discover that for most agents, it's a second or third career. They they don't understand building a business. They don't understand how pivotal marketing and sales are to the process. I mean, they most people get sales. It's like, okay, well, if I don't have sales, I don't have a business. Most people get that marketing side, right? The other yeah. engine on the rocket, as D- D- Donald Miller says in his book that we were talking about on Tuesday. The yeah. other engine uh, on the plane is marketing and it's so pivotal to having a successful business. And yet it, it's something that every agent's like having to learn right now. Like, they're having to spend so much time and effort developing a strategy, which is what I'm going to get to today. Um, and so I, I, I found out pretty quickly that the listing media that we create, that's a great business. And we want to do that exceedingly well. We want to help agents to uh, market their properties well. But the bigger opportunity for us to serve our clients is actually what comes before the they get that listing, right? Helping them to actually get more listings and to help get more buyer's appointments and things like that. So, uh, And so you and I just really jived on this principle and on this concept. And so that's why I'm excited to have you on today. All right. So Pete, let's, let's, this is going to be a riff, man. Like we didn't really plan this conversation. So guys, forgive me in advance because we don't know where this is about to go. But <laughs> Pete, you and I talked on Tuesday about a conversation that I had with an agent and she's just starting out. She's in her first year of business. Again, this is something like she spent 30 years previously being a W2 employee uh, and she, after 30 years, decided to switch her career and to go into real estate. And she's now an agent and she's now figuring it out. Right. And we had coffee and she sat down and she said, you know, she said, like, it, it's so frustrating because every podcast I listen to, every YouTube video I watch, it's like, here's the the, the thing that I have to do to get more clients. There, here's the, the thing that I got to do in order to market my business. And she's like, I, I have no idea. My broker is, is telling me one thing. I'm seeing all this stuff over here that's telling me another thing. And that's telling me what my broker is telling me to do is wrong. What do I do? And like, she was, she was really, you know, she was like a bit of a point of frustration. So talk to me a little bit about in your experience 
developing a marketing strategy, right? What's the difference? And you mentioned this before we got on the call and you brought this up. What's the difference between a tactic and a strategy? Because I feel like a lot of what they're hearing are tactics and putting it together Absolutely. into a viable strategy is a whole different step. So t- what do you think about this? Yeah, absolutely. And in, 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 in the entrepreneur world, you know, it's shiny object syndrome. You know, it's, it's chasing the next next tactic of, you know, you know, whether it be Facebook ads, you know, when they, when they first came out or Google ads or YouTube ads or, you know, this next new thing. Even, you know, TikTok is is realistically a, a, a uh, tactic, not necessarily a strategy unless you, you know, do it correctly. Right. Um, Going back to your, you know, your example with, with Donald Miller and, and the, the, the right and left engine of the plane, marketing comes first, and, you, and then you do sales. And a lot of people do it backwards because real estate agents are inherently salespeople. Right. But, it'll, but they, they need to get their marketing. They need to get the, the foundation of their business set correctly first before they go out and try to sell something. Because if they don't have anything to sell, then – or if they, if, they're, and if they're not marketing anything and building a business in the foundation, they have nothing to sell. They have nothing to sell. Um, and That's so, well said. Um, you know, when it, when it comes from marketing, and, and what's, what's crazy is that when I first started in business, I, I said, I'm not good at marketing. Marketing, I, you know, I, I could, all through high school, I, I, I would sell, every, you know, all the fundraisers and all like that. And so I thought I was a salesperson. I could sell ice to an Eskimo. And I, I was coming from upstate New York, so that, that says something, you know, <laughs> selling ice. You know, and so I thought I was a salesperson. And my first couple of businesses, you know, floundered a lot because I was focused on the sales side. You know, it's all about the sales, 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 sales. Uh, my marketing strategy was let's put some signs out type of thing. And that was it. Um, there was no real strategy behind it. And uh, what I found over the years through the various uh, businesses I've done is that the more marketing you do, the easier sales becomes. Mm. Because so the marketing is that that is is the foundational piece is 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 a strategy piece, and then the sales piece is there, there's some foundational sales stuff obviously well, but but you use the tactics in the sales aspect of it. Um, that's so, so interesting. Yeah. That, and, and I think, so I think that's, I think that's super well said. I, I, I want to touch on the foundation. So what is the foundation mm-hmm. before we start to talk about developing a, a marketing strategy that works for you? What does the foundation for every agent, what does that look like? And, and where should every agent start? Okay. So let's assume that they're in their first year of business. They're just getting started. What's the first thing that they should be doing? So I was actually listening to a podcast uh, just this morning when I was out for a run and um, it clicked up in my head about, um, they, they said something about marketing and, and uh, your, your target market. And I've been preaching about, you know, target market, you have to focus on that before you do anything else. And, and it clicked is that marketing is talking up to your target market. Hmm. And, and so it, it, it's, it's, it's marketing isn't just this arbitrary thing that you do. It's, it's, it's the action of talking to your market. It's, it's not, um, and so if you're not, if you don't have a target market, then you're not talking to anybody. You're just talking to, 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 to the wind effectively, because it's not going to resonate with anybody. And so, you know, the first thing that I think that any business, real estate or media or, or or the grocery store down the street needs to do is they need to define who their target market is. Who do they want to serve? Because if you don't know who you want to serve, then Everything else you do around that is going to be scattershot. It's going to be, you know, 
but let's go try this tactic over here and then this one over here and then this thing over here and none of it's going to resonate with with people that you want to be working with I and love so, that. Well, and I, and, so, and I think that so many agents are, are experiencing that right now where they're like, mm-hmm. I'm trying this and it's not working and I'm trying this and it's not working and I'm trying this and it's not working. Right. But yeah. the reality, why is it so difficult in your opinion that for, and let's just step back and let's take it out of context of being a real estate agent. Let's just say any small business owner, right? Let's say that you're starting a small business. Why is it so difficult for small business owners to, to, to not define a target client, to not have an avatar that they're going after? Why, why do you think that it's so difficult for small business owners to, 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 to go through the process of defining who that is before they even get to their marketing strategy? What, it, what, is it, what is it about running a small business that makes that difficult? So I think what it is, it, and it's, it's really, really funny because it's, it's a you know, cause and effect, is that people think that if they limit themselves to a specific demographic that they're going to lose out on sales elsewhere. Hmm. And it's coming from that sales mindset rather than the strategy and marketing mindset. And, you know, uh, yeah, when I talk to clients all the time, it's, it, it, you know, they're, they're saying, it's like, well, who's your target market? Well, anybody with a pulse. It's like, no, that's not, <laughs> right. you know, that's not how this works. Right. Um, and, and if you, and, and but the, the 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 thing behind that is it's limiting mindset. It's like if I limit myself down to just these people here, then I'm going to miss out on all the sales over here. And you know I want all the sales I can get because they're they're looking to 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 make a living. They want to have the sales. If they don't have sales, they don't have commissions. They don't they don't, they don't survive. Hmm. And so you know it, same thing with the grocery store. Same thing with you know any of these any other small business. It, 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 if 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 they just very broadly sell to anybody, they can theoretically make more sales, right? Right. But that's not, but that's not ultimately how it works because quite frankly, to how you talk to your target market will actually attract the people you want to talk to, to work with and it will repel the people that, that, are, that you don't want to work with. Hmm. And you want that because if you are just uh, lukewarm and, and wishy-washy and you're just, you know, you're just there to serve anybody, then you're not, um, speaking directly to anybody specifically and so you're not calling out anybody and saying, hey i want to work with you and 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 this is why and this is the type of things that i believe these are the things that i um uh, are, are uh, that i'm interested in and that, that i like to to do and then people start resonating and, and building that no like and trust you don't build no and like no like and trust with a faceless corporation you don't what? build no like and trust with you know, a, uh, you know, somebody who doesn't, that you, you can't tell what their values are. Right. And so, go ahead. Well, that, and, what, and, I'm, and I'm, what I'm interested in here is like, I think you're, I think you're hundred percent right. Right. But when you're starting out and you're starting any small business, again, taking it out of the real estate world. And when you're starting any small business, you just need cash. You need sales. Mm-hmm. You need money. Right. And so you're like, if I've got an opportunity right here to get money, then I'm going to take that opportunity. Right. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take the problem is you can't craft a strategy around that. Right. Like that's Correct. the issue. And, and I and I and I'm curious to say and feel free to push back on anything I say, because I, I want you to. But <laughs> I, I'm a pretty firm believer, like you can open up a business and you can trip over some sales. I mean, honestly, oh, like like. And I, but I think that's kind of the problem, though. Right. Is that people. People define their opinions about a topic based on their past experience. 
Okay. So if that's the yep. truth, then when they trip over those initial sales, they're like, oh, well, so I can help this person and I can do this thing. And I, so you're going to make money, some mm -hmm. money occasionally by just mm -hmm. tripping over sales, right? Mm -hmm. the, what we're talking about here, what you and I are describing- It's not replicatable. Right, and it's not scalable. Like what, exactly. what you and I are talking about is building a big, strong, reliable, consistent business. That's what we're describing here, right? Yeah, and consistent is what's, what's key. That's what we're trying to get after. And when you, do, when, you, when, you, when you develop a marketing strategy, that's what it allows you to do. And I, and I agree with you. 100%. I think for a lot of people, what happens is they're getting into it and they're like, look, because everybody's telling the agents, right? And going back to the agents, like everybody's telling them, look, you got to have like, it's going to take you six months before you get an income. It's going to take you eight months before you get an income. And, and so I think a lot of agents go into it knowing that, but they're like, they're just, they're just grabbing at straws as much as they possibly can. And I think that the other issue is what most of the brokers teach the agents, which I'm not saying is wrong, and I really want to get into this with you. I really want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the strategies and the tactics to getting sales that the brokers are teaching their agents um, inherently kind of perpetuate the idea that, hey, we're just looking for anybody, like anybody that's out there yeah. who needs to buy or sell real estate, I can help you, right? Talk to me about mm -hmm. that really quickly, and let's make, some of these, let's make some of these connections and some of these dots. So when we talk about some of those old school marketing tactics, let's talk about calling FISBOs or expired listings or door knocking or whatever, right? Like a lot of these things that are effective, you will get sales for sure. Like you will find someone that you can, that you can serve um, and it'll get that quick money in for sure. But make, make, make those connections for me. I guess my first question here is, what do you think about those tactics? What do you think about that strategy early on in your real estate career? Um, and is that, is, that, is, that a, is that a strategy in your opinion that actually serves them going forward long-term? So it's interesting, you know, because in my experience, I don't think that, that agents are, are told that it's going to take so long before they actually make their first sale. Um, they may be, but I, but, but I think the problem is, is that they do make a sale fairly early on. And so they yeah. forget. And so they trip over these sales right, right, right away. Cause almost every time somebody, somebody gets their license and they, they have a failing family member or a friend right. that's going to use them. Right. So almost right away, it's like, I, that's not me. I, I, I'm better than the six to nine months before I get a thing because I already made a sale. I already, you know, and then they, you know, maybe, maybe they do two or three. They, they trip over a couple of sales right away, but they're not looking at that consistent strategy. They're not looking at the consistent income six to nine months later. And, and that's, that's the problem is that once, once they trip over those sales, like you were saying, they think they they figured it out. They think that that oh I I've got a handle on this. I've already you know gone through you know these couple of transactions and boy were they hard. They ha they had all this you know stuff. I know what I'm doing now. But like you said, they tripped over the sales. They didn't market and they didn't have a strategy to to gain those sales. Right. Um. So that that that's the first thing there is that yeah you know, I think people you know they they just think that they that the the stats are not about them. They're, you know they're different and quite frankly. They're not. You, right. You, you, have, you know, when you average it out, you're not. Right. You need to, to, to follow a plan. Right. So yeah. going back to what the, what the brokers are saying, and you know, I think that it's absolutely right, but that they you do need to start doing stuff. But a lot of times, people, a lot of agents don't want to do the foundational pieces, and you know, they're they're 
they're mostly taught the foundational pieces, but they're taught it and it's the boring stuff. It's, it, it's the build the database. It's the, you know, you know, find your SOI. It's, it's the doing the 36 touch or the 42 touch or whatever, you know, touch system that your brokerage, you know, uh, teaches you. But, you know, it's, it, it's the boring stuff. Nobody wants to do the boring stuff. You know, most, most agents that I've, I've come across are extroverts. They want to be out talking hmm. to people, you know, most salespeople usually are. Um, and so that's, that's the environment they want to be in. They don't want to be, you know, putting systems together. They don't want to be p- writing emails and, 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 you know, doing, putting in the work that puts in the foundation pieces so that as they put um, the, the, the strategy into play that they actually, you know, six to nine months, they've built up a pipeline of, of sales that are coming in and you get that consistent income rather than the, tripping over the, 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 the sales as they come. Yeah, that's, um, that's really well said. All right. So, so then let's talk and let's define a couple of things really quickly. So when <laughs> we talk about uh, defining your client or, or figuring out who your client is or who you're going to serve, how do they figure that out? Because I, I think that for a lot of people, they, they're like, yeah, I think that I know who, who it is. And I had that conversation. They were like, here's like two or three people that I think I want to, to go after. Um, so talk to me just for a little bit about like, what do you advise? agents that you work with, um, how do you help them figure out who their target client, who their target avatar that they're speaking to in the market? How do you help them figure out who that is? So if they're brand new, they've never done a transaction, it's, it's, it's going to be hard because yeah. quite frankly, you don't know. You've never worked with somebody. You don't know who you want to work with. Mm. However, in your personal life, you have clubs, you have uh, activities, you, you know, gyms that you attend, things that you, things that you enjoy. Um, like, I don't know what your hobbies are, but I'm sure that you have hobbies. And, you know, even, you know, you know, real estate investor, I'm sure that there's groups that you talk to there. So, so you like hanging around business owners. You like hanging around real estate investors, whatever else. You know, I, I think you, you, you mentioned, uh, was it whiskey? Oh, uh, yeah. So bur- you like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. Bourbon. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so you, there, 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 there's things that you like. There's hobbies that you have. There's things that you enjoy. Quite frankly, if you were to go out and do something that you didn't enjoy, you would hate it. Right. You know, if it, you know, you know, think of something that, 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 that you don't like doing, maybe right. running or, or biking or something like that. You would not have fun going out to the, the, those activities and then trying to talk to them about biking because right. if that's not what you do, you don't know anything. Yeah. So the first thing is, is to figure out, well, what do you like to do and where are people congregating to do that? You know, one of the first things in business is, is that you don't create a product and then go to try to sell it to somebody you find out how to get in front of an audience and then find out what problem that they have that you can solve. I love that's, that. That, that. That's how this works. Yeah. And, and so, and a lot of products and, and services fail because they say, oh, I'm going to create this thing and then I'm going to take it out into the world and, and see if it, you know, who wants to buy it. Well, that inherently doesn't work because you, you created a thing that, that you don't know who wants. Hmm. And so same thing with, with real estate agents. If you know, um, you know, did the, you know, what, what hobbies you like and then things that you enjoy and the groups of people that you're going to be around. Cause quite frankly, real estate is a people business. You hmm. have to be in front of people. You have to be connecting with people. It's a relationship business. You know, it doesn't matter what brokerage you work with realistically, cause it, it, they're not transacting with a, with a broker. They're transacting with you. They're transacting with a person hmm. that they know, like, and trust. And they know, like, and trust you because of the similar interests, the the, the, the things that, that that you connect with That's on well a, on, on, a, on a, uh, a relationship basis, and so 
if that's where the transaction actually happens, then that's what you need to be focusing on. Yeah. As to, you know, you know, what, what areas of, of your life do you get around people, you know, that, that you enjoy, you know, whether it's a physical activity, whether it's, uh, uh, book clubs or any, you know, your, your church group or anything like that. And then once you figure that out, then you can start looking at, well, what are the, uh, similar attributes and what, 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 what problem do they have that I can solve? You know, I, I don't really like using divorce as an example, but, but it, it, it stands out. And so divorcees is a demographic that you can go after if, if you have experience with that, because it, there's a lot of inherent problems there. There's a lot of inherent, um, situations that, that are, are difficult that most people don't know how to deal with. Um, I have a client who, um, she is, well, her family are all uh, police officers. And so she, without, without knowing it, defined her target market as public safety officers. And so once, we, once I started talking with her and, and doing that, her family's public safety. And it's very uh, risky to sell a house of a police officer. You don't want the police car out front. You don't want you know, um, badge numbers or, or uniforms around. Hmm. Cause quite frankly, there's a lot of people that don't like police officers and there's a lot of criminals that want to know where the people that lock them up live. Wow. So you don't want to put that out there. And so a lot of people don't even think about that. And, and, and so, you know, from a police officer standpoint, they're like, eh, I don't know if I really want to sell my house. Cause then it's got to go all over the internet and stuff like that. She can come in and say, well, you know, here's, here's, here's our plan. Here's how we, pr- we protect you. I, I've done this before. My family's in, in, you know, police officers. I know how to how to do this safely, and 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 so, you know, she found her target market just by this is who who she's around, you know, and, and so. Uh, that that story and that example is so powerful because it's it is a good example of it, it and it's not just niching down it's hyper niching down right like you're not talking about you're not talking about you're not talking about defining your client as somebody who's in public service we're not talking about a teacher we're not talking or even even like emergency personnel we're not talking about firemen we're not talking about mm-hmm. paramedic uh, uh, people who are paramedics but guess what we're talking about she works with a lot of them too right. But that's not who she's talking to. That's right. Yeah. You're, and then, you're, and then ultimately, she gets stuff. She'll she'll trip over sales all the time. Yeah, People will come in. That's and, right. You know, have nothing to do with it. Well, but and, that's not who she's talking to. That's right. So I and I and I want to make this point because I think this is really really important. We're not saying don't take those other sales, right? Like I think that there's this inherent like uh, belief that when they hear people talking about defining a a, a person that you're going to speak to that you're going to talk to, um, it means that no, I cannot help you. No, I cannot. I'm not saying that. Like I, I don't think anybody's saying that. We're just talking about no. defining a, a a message for your business and defining a person that you're going to be speaking to in your marketing uh, efforts in your business that's what we're referring to right we're not saying so, we're not so it's been proven that if you talk it, 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 in your marketing you know whether it be for the podcast or, or or any sort of marketing material if you talk to or like videos like you say hey everyone people check out because you're not talking to me you're talking to to them over there you know everyone over there but when you say hey you who me me? You're talking to me? Now we're going to build that connection. Now we're going to have a, a much stronger uh, marketing message, much stronger conversation. Right. Because now you're talking to me. You're not talking to everybody. Right. Right. Yeah. It, 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 
it's such a it's such a powerful I'll, I'll give you another example another story for the audience so that they can they can listen to this and they can and hopefully it'll resonate with them um, and I did a video on this on my social media a couple of weeks ago um, when I got started into short-term rental uh, investing the reason why I chose the brokerage to go with and the reason why I chose the agent to work with is because they specifically um, not only helped uh, short-term rental investors right I'm not talking about long-term rental investors I'm not talking about apartment or multifamily investors. I'm not talking about um, uh, uh, commercial, you know, or industrial investing. Like I, she specifically designed content and helpful resources and education for short term rental investors, investors who wanted to get in short term rentals on how to uh, find the right location, right? How to find the right market, how to acquire that short term rental, how to set up your short term rental, and then how to manage it on the back end, right? Like she actually designed uh, content and helpful resources that she was providing for free for people who came to her brokerage, for people who used her to help them find their short term rental. She was helping them to be successful after the transaction. After mm -hmm. the transaction, right? Not getting you to yep. the right house, not getting you to the right property, but actually helping you sh be successful in your business after the transaction, right? So smart, incredibly smart. And I think that Absolutely. this is just another example, like the like the police officer example that you gave, where it's mm -hmm. like, no, it is possible. And and by the way, I just want to share this with everybody. She, her, and her team is now the, or as of I was last year, the number one team in EXP, number one team in the entire EXP uh, company, and they did a billion dollar in volume, billion dollars in volume, right? Uh, By last niching year. down and By speaking to a specific audience, a specific audience, right? A specific audience. Mm -hmm. And so I, 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 this, this is why this is so important. This is why I, I'm really wanting to, like, I'm glad we're having this conversation because this is something that's not talked about nearly often enough in real estate and, and on the real estate sales side. Because again, going back, oftentimes the, the foundational tactics on getting sales that's taught at the brokerages, which again, it works, right? Like, I'm not saying that it does. Absolutely. I'm not saying that it doesn't work. Nobody's saying that what they're teaching you is wrong or necessarily bad. We just have to pull out and have a 30 or 40 or 50,000 foot view of what, what part does that play in your marketing strategy right. that you're designing for your business, right? Like that's, that's what yep. we're, that's what we're, that's what we're suggesting here. So I think that's really powerful. And I appreciate you saying all that about finding your client avatar. Anything else about that that's on your mind before we move on? So I was talking uh, with a client yesterday, uh, and she was, um, you know, telling me how you know she, I, she always gets these these weird houses and these weird properties, and you know how it how it's funny, but you know she she wasn't really saying that it was funny. It's like you know kind of apologizing that it's like because they they're, they're weird. They're they're always, they're always weird, <laughs> and ultimately what, what they are is they're you know elderly people who are selling their home to be effectively moving into um, assisted living or moving in with, with, with family. Huh. Um, and, and it's and it's usually dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that hmm. where, where they're not there yet. And, and, you know, so it's a hoarder house. It's a it's a house that's not ready to, to be shot no matter what you do. Gotcha. Because there's only so much a family can do while the while the parent is still living yeah. there. And so she's had several of these. And 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 she, she, she and I was saying, well, you know, you know, if that's what you like doing, you know, that, that that's a target market right there. And she's like, well, well, how would I even, you know, uh, you know, find them? It's like, well, you 
A, you don't talk to the seller. You're not, you're not, you're not marketing to the seller. You're marketing to the power of attorney. You're, you're marketing to the kids who want to you know, help their elderly uh, parent move on, get out of the house, you know, move on to the next stage of life. They have no idea what they're doing because mm-hmm. this is never something that people are prepared for. Yeah. And so you can put out content. You can be speaking to them about all of these different things that, that, that you know, because you've done this before, of how, uh, how the process works. How do they get power of attorney? How do they you know, you know, get the house ready? How do they, you know, like, um, the reason I was shooting this house yesterday is because there was a narrow window where the, 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 the elderly homeowner was away at a doctor's appointment. And so she, she effectively you know, resets every five minutes. And so she's like, who are you? Why are you in my house? Oh, okay. Who are you? Why are you in my house? And so she, she couldn't get somebody in there. I mean, she actually had it on the market and it, you know, it was cell phone photos that, that took like four hours to do because you know, it was take, take a bunch of photos, move some stuff, and then you know, she'd come back and move it all, all, all back again and, and whatnot. And so it was very difficult. And so there's a lot of things that, that she's built up in experience-wise that she can then speak to of, mm-hmm. here's how you deal with this. And so that's a target market that if, and I asked her, it's like, it, you don't have to target that. I mean, just because people, that, that, that's what's coming to you. But the more that you do stuff, the more people are going to come to you because of referrals. Because people are going to be like, well, you know, I just get, well, hey, you need to talk to her because she helped me when I did that. And you end yeah. up getting that because it's specialized. It, it, it's effectively becoming your target market without being your target market because you're, that's the target market in your referrals uh, head at that point. Hmm. So if that, and I say that if, if that's what you want to do, you know, here's how you do it, but you don't have to, I mean, you could market whatever you want. And she, and she says, well, you know, I'd be afraid to, to have somebody else coming in here who's a dick to, to, you know, to deal with this because there's the, you need compassion. You need to know how to, how to do with this. And then she told me a story of, of, of somebody else who, who came in and, and just, you know, completely screwed up the deal because, you know, they had no idea what they were doing trying to, to work with this type of situation. And uh, she doesn't want to have clients put in that, that position, whether they're her clients or not, which to me tells me that that's, your, that, that's a target market. And, and, and here's the other thing too, is that you don't have to have one target market, hmm. you, but you do have to have a target market to start with. Yeah. You know, you don't have to just work with first time home buyers. You can work with luxury, you can do it, but you'd have two different funnels. You have two different uh, marketing avenues that speak to two different markets at that point. That's so interesting. So that, which is a bit more of an advanced strategy. Yeah. You, you, you need to have one to, to right, start with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, so, uh, man, that's, that's like a whole other topic for one of the podcasts. Uh, we'll, we'll get you back. We'll get yeah. you back on to talk about that <laughs> because that's, I, cause I think, I think that that's going to interest some people because they're like, wait a minute, I don't just have to have one. And so, and specifically that conversation, you need to have one to start you, with. You, that's Absolutely. right. You need to build a bridge, right? Like, um, there's mm-hmm. an analogy I heard on another podcast, uh, called bigger pockets that I think is really powerful. It's like when you, when mm-hmm. you're in business, build a bridge, don't try to build four bridges going in different directions because it's going to take you four times longer to complete all of them. If you're just like trying build a bridge, Absolutely. get across, mm-hmm. get across and, and finish one, uh, part of your business before you start branching out in other ways. So I, I think this is a good example yeah. of that. I, it's cool though, just to know right now for most real estate agents that y- y- you can, mm-hmm. 
de define marketing messages and strategies and tactics to go into a different direction to help another person. But that, but definitely mm -hmm. find, find the first one first and then figure out. And, and it goes back to, to you need that hope, that marketing strategy. Yes. You yeah, need that foundation yeah. first and, and, before you start doing all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I would encourage agents, you'll learn that doing the first one, right? Like you'll learn that putting mm -hmm. in the time and the effort to build a strategy around reaching the first avatar. Once you do that and you get that business going and, and you, and you've like, Oh, I, this makes sense. Copy paste. Like that's how it works. Right. Like yep. for the most part, I'm, I'm not saying that the messaging isn't different and, and all that kind of stuff, but I'm just saying like the, the actual strategy, you can take that strategy and then you can literally take it over here and then just apply it to a different, different client or a different avatar solving a different problem for that person. Right. So beautiful. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think I, those, I think those stories are just really, really powerful. Um, I want to go back to a second and I want to, uh, put a line in the sand really quickly. So I think that there's, I think that there's, and we talked a little about this on Tuesday. I think that there's uh, a lot of people and a lot of gurus and a lot of like influencers who are online who says, you know, door knocking is dead. And like, they're very convicted, right? <laughs> or, or they're like, or they're like, you know, stop farming a neighborhood or stop or whatever, like all of the old school tactics. So we've got old school marketing. We've got new school marketing. Where does Pete land on the spectrum? Uh, is old school marketing dead? It is, does it, does it not make sense for the modern agent? Should they only be focusing on building a YouTube channel and all the new stuff that you see online? Or, or, or how do these things work together to formulate an actual strategy? which I think what we're about to get into for the next, the next part of the conversation. Yeah. So I think that, that you, you hit the nail on the head there with, with tactic versus marketing strategy, you know, just, just how we started the, the, the podcast off is that the, those are all tactics. Those are all things that you can do to generate traffic to your, to, to, to bring leads in. Those aren't necessarily the strategy that you're using. Um, and, 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 that goes back to, you know, what, what I like to tell my clients is that first you have to start off with the target market. You know, that, that's like the nucleus of, 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 of your, your business. Um, once you have that, then you uh, build your database around that. Mm. So what a lot of brokers are teaching is, you know, you know, you're, you know write down your SOI, you know, everybody you have, and, and then just start marketing to them. Mm. And that's great to start with. Because because but, it's going to get you those immediate sales you were talking about earlier, right? It, you're exactly. you're more likely to experience the win earlier on because your friends and family are going to use you, right? Like that, that's 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 right. the that's, that's basically like the low hanging fruit in your you know in your in your world in your network, in your network yeah. yeah. And you need that data and you need that database yes. and that, that 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 SOI and everybody that's in that database to be able to build the next pieces, you know, to build out the the touch system, to build out your email sequences, to build out everything else that you want to do you need to have people in there otherwise you're just doing stuff for nothing no reason um so once you have the target market and you know who you want to talk to then you have a way to capture that and, and it's crazy how many people I, I, I talk to that don't have a true database you know say yeah i've got some contacts on my phone yeah the the, the brokerage i work with they have a crm but it's, it's kind of clunky i don't know how to use it yeah i send emails a couple times a year and it's like why are you looking for the next tactic when you don't have the foundation built out yet? And so brokerages, I, I think that they've, 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 they've they, they, they always teach this stuff from my experience. They, they teach you all of this stuff that you need to do, um, but they don't put as much emphasis on it as I think that they, they, they should, hmm. because if you don't have your database, how are you to keep in touch with them? How are you going to do a touch system? How are you going to 
consistently stay top of mind with them. You're not because you, you don't know who to talk to. And so that's foundational. Um, and you, you So once you do, you know, you have your target market, you know who you want to talk to. Uh, and, and the reason I do that first, because if you don't know who you're talking to, then you, you can build a database of anybody, but you're, but the rest of your marketing is not going to matter because yeah. again, you're not speaking to a specific. Yeah. Audience. So Pete, so, so then you do. So, so let me, so I want to, I want to stay right here for just a second. Cause I think this is really important because okay. building the database is so important. I want to, I want to again, put it in the big picture and to make sure that people really understand what role the database plays fundamentally when it comes to real estate sales, you've got two parts. You've got adding people to your database <laughs> and you've got mm -hmm. staying in touch with the people in your database, right? Like those are the two yes. fundamental things. If you do those consistently mm -hmm. every single day, you are going to have a massive business. Okay. So, Absolutely. so, so you're talking about step number one is identifying who it is that you want to serve. Um, and again, as a newer real estate agent, that's very difficult sometimes, but you'll get there. And it's important to do that because you can't craft a marketing message and you can't craft a marketing right. strategy without knowing who it is you're trying to serve. So like that, that's fundamental piece. Number one. Now, does that mean that you don't add people to your database who aren't a part of that that avatar or who, who isn't that avatar? So, like, for instance, like, um, I think one of the first things most people, uh, most brokerages are saying are basically like every single person, you know, and that you have a phone number for and you have an email address for goes in that database. Every single person you take out your phone, mm -hmm. every contact that you have, you export all those contacts, you get those people into your database. You go to Facebook, you find all the friends that you have on Facebook, you get all those people into your database, you go to Instagram, LinkedIn, everybody who's in your network, you get those people. So like, there's obviously going to be a lot of people in that group that isn't a part of this uh, avatar, right? That, that you've, that you've kind of mm -hmm. set, or at least in the beginning, you think, you know, you want to serve. Does all those people still go in your database? Absolutely. Okay. hundred percent. Good. And, yeah. And, and the reason, because you need to start somewhere right. and quite, and, and like I said, just because you're speaking and you're going to market, create, craft a marketing message to speak to a specific uh, avatar, specific target market, doesn't mean that everybody else is is just you know garbage. Yeah. You know, you, you're still gonna you know want to keep 100 percent. And, and quite frankly, if they're if, they, if they're in your contacts, they're in your Facebook for, for, uh, friends or, or your Instagram friends or whatever like that. They're people that you like, yeah. right? Typically, they're or their family and and friends 100%. and stuff like that. You want to stay in touch with those people because even though that they they aren't necessarily your target, you still want to be able to help them. You still want to you know. Uh, get referrals 100 percent. and 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 here's 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 an interesting uh, stat on average 10 percent of the people that you know are going to move this year but 100 percent of the people that you know can refer you somebody who's going to move this year oh dang that and, is powerful and a lot of your marketing isn't necessarily for the actual sale it's for that referral. it's for the referral that makes because sense because it I think they think the average is people, you know, if you had an all expense paid wedding, you, you would typically invite about 250 people. Most on average mm -hmm. is you do about 250 people per person. Uh, so uh, obviously. Um, and so if you know 250 people, what, what's the math on that? That that's, that's what 25 sales. Mm -hmm. If you, if you got all of them, when you're not going to get all of them, because you know, some people actually have realtors in their, in their family, they, they don't. They don't realize that you're in real estate. They they don't want to you know mix family and with with whatever. There, there, a lot of that you're just not hundred percent. Anyway. Yeah. But if everybody knows somebody that they can refer to you, that's that's two hundred and fifty referrals or more that you could potentially get. So that's 
that's that's the that's the power of staying in touch and staying top of mind with your SOI, and that that's just them. And then if once you start talking about your target market and, and the clients that you serve and the clients that you've done, which which you'll end up doing with with with, with your marketing, with your, with your social media strategy, with your your touch system, is that you'll end up talking about your target market to the people that that, that are in your SOI. They're going to say, you know what? This guy over here says that he wants to move, and I, I know five realtors. But I think that you'd be best to serve him because you're talking to this guy. You're talking about doing it this way. And so, yes, it is very important that you add everybody in there. That, that's powerful. That is incredibly powerful because that does show the, uh, the benefit of getting your database going, number one, right? staying in contact, staying in touch, but also crafting a message uh, to the avatar that you're trying to. And when we say avatar, guys, we're using this term, and this might be a term that people don't know, but an avatar is basically, uh, uh, it is the profile of the person that you're speaking to. So think of that person, think about what are the things that they like, like P said earlier, what are the things that they like, what are the interests that they have, um, what is their demographic, age, you know, gender, um, uh, what are the things, that, what are the places that they typically enjoy going to uh, is so that I can speak to those things. That's your avatars, that's the person that you're trying to, that you're defining your marketing message to. So that's incredibly helpful. And, and P, I, I wanna put this uh, pen in this because I think that you're 100% right. Uh, getting the foundational piece of your business, which is your database, together first, just like your brokers are telling you to, is massively important. Because the next steps that were that that I, we'll probably have to talk about on a, on a different podcast episode because we've been going for so long so far. <laughs> but uh, the the next parts become massively ineffective. You have to have mm -hmm. a way to nurture, okay? Again, going back, the, the two jobs you have is adding people to the database, which you can do with all the marketing that we're, that we're talking about here in a few minutes, and it's staying in contact with people. But you have to, you have to do part two. Part two has to happen. Yeah. And part two cannot happen without that database. Part two cannot happen without that touch sequence or that nurture sequence. Con you, you, consistent follow-up is going to be is key. going to be key. A lot, a lot of... You can't just talk to somebody and then, then never talk to them again and expect them to do business. That's right. With and when we say follow up, when we say touch, like what does that mean? Because a lot of people are like, do I really have to call everybody on my database every single day? What does that mean to you? <laughs> so so um, Gary Keller with Keller Williams pioneered the 36 touch system. He wrote about it in uh, uh, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent and all of that. Uh, and effectively what it is, is, is it's a plan to reach out and, and touch each one of your SOI every year, 36 times or more. Uh, and, and so it, it's phone calls, it's the postcards, it's the, the, the handwritten letters, it's, it's the uh, text messages, emails, um, client events, um, things, things, things of that, na that nature, just staying in touch. And what I like to say is that social media it, it, is, it, is a piece that you put on top of that and, and, and it just turns into your, you know, 365 touch system. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so so that, that's like the perfect segue. Okay, so we defined the step one, defining your avatar. Step two, getting your database set up and getting it going. Okay, so let's let's talk about step the kind of when we say step three again. It, the and I'm I'm a I, and I'm curious to see what you say about this. I'm a firm believer that um, you different marketing strategies work for different people. Not everybody has to do the things mm -hmm. that we're about to talk about, but there are some distinct advantages to getting on board and to learning how to do this or about 
about to talk about. So let's talk about social media and the role of social media and video content. Because I think that, that, that mm-hmm. that's kind of the world that you and I operate more so in than anything else. And I think now that we've laid the groundwork on how does this fit into the overall scheme. Um, and again, I going back to the two things, adding people and staying in contact. What we're about to talk about is adding people, right? Like that's that's what we're mm-hmm. going to talk about. And, well, and I, actually, I'll rephrase that because I don't think that's 100% true. We're about to talk about both. Right. Like that's, yeah, yeah, we're about to talk about both, which I think is one of the beautiful things about social media is that it can be both lead generation, adding people to the database, but it could also be lead nurturing, which is stay in contact with those people that are Mm -hmm. in the database. So, so then let's, let's dive into social media and video content. Okay. Uh, We didn't, we didn't plan on talking about this a whole lot for the, for the first year agent or somebody who's in the first or second year, at what point should they start diving in and learning how to use social media to build a personal brand with video content? So once you build the foundation, you've got your SOI you know, listed out into your database, then you're building your brand. Because again, you know who you're talking to, you're gonna build your brand around that. Um, and you, the, the, the single easiest way to do that is through social media. And the reason is, is that it's free. And I, and I put air quotes because it's, it's free in, 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 in the aspect of, of costing you right. money. Because it will cost you time, and, and it can cost you money if you outsource and have you know somebody create the content for you, such as you know any of our companies or anything like that. But it you know people look at it as free. The problem is is that just like a lot of the other things that that people uh, the brokers telling them to do, you know, set up your database, you know, do your SOI, you know, do all these things, it gets discounted because it's free. Mm. And, and, and you know the value, the, the perceived value is that well, it's free, so it's it's not going to really mm, do anything. That's so good. But it, that's so good. But it's yeah. not. And, and and so, it social media, like I said, it you know, it's a three hundred sixty five day touch system, on top of your your other all the other activities that you're doing, and you know the reason I'd say that is because you can stay in front of somebody every day, if, theoretically, if you're posting every day, and whether they, they, they see you or, and, and listen to what you're saying or, or anything or not, they're, they're seeing you. They're, you're staying you know, top of mind, which is what you want to be. You want to have that mind share in your clients and your, in, um, your SOI and your, and, and your, your database's head of your, you do real estate and this is what you do best. Um, so that when they have come across the coworker or a friend or a family member that needs to, to buy or sell, they're going to say, you know what? I've got the perfect person for you. Um, and so social media, I think, needs to happen right away. And, and for a couple of different reasons. One is that you need to start and start building the foundation there as well. You know, there, there's a lot of stuff that you just need to do. Building out your profile, you know, starting to create content, uh, whether it's just text posts, image posts, videos. You need to have something there so people realize that, yes, you do exist. It, 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 it's, it's that level of... Uh, authority that you do exist, that you do know what you're talking about, that people can trust who it is that you say you are. You know, it used to be that if you didn't have a have a, a listing in the yellow pages, you weren't a real business. Then it turned into if you don't have a website, you weren't a real business. Now, if you don't have social, a presence on social media, people are are they don't trust that you're a real business, and and so you know it's just additional layers of the onion of things that you need to do to be able to prove that you are who you are and what you that you can do what you are saying that you can do and so if you you have to have a presence so you, you have to build that uh, piece out first and then quite frankly your content's going to suck if you've never created content before it's going to suck it. 
whether whether it's whether it's images you know you know we're we're in an age of video now um but say you know a couple of years ago when it was more image or text based if you don't know how to write if you don't know how to take pictures if you don't know how to you know craft a canva template to to create you know an, an image to post out there you know your your content's going to suck but and the only way to get better is by creating content that sucks so you have to create it it's got to suck you got to learn from it you got to you know uh, get better and so if you don't start that now then you're just going to be that much further behind when you think you have the time to do it when you think you have the 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 uh, ability to, to to focus on on social and media, you, so you need to start that. And now. in our conversation on Tuesday, as we were talking about this on Tuesday, you made another great point that I want to share here in case in case you forgot the point that you made was that start now when the risk is low, right? Like yeah. start now because and and when you said that on Tuesday, it hit me hard because I was like, that is so true. Like you know you're going to be doing it at some point if you're wanting to build a sustainable business and you're going to be crafting a marketing and a brand strategy online that resonates with people and attracts people to you, then you have to get good at doing it. If you're if 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 sucking and at it, you have to put in the if, if sucking at it is the prerequisite for getting good, uh, which I think was a that's that's a quote that I heard somewhere, but it's a good one. If 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 sucking at it is the prerequisite for getting good, then you need to spend your time now sucking at it, right? You need to spend your time now learning the platforms, learning how to make awful graphics, learning what works, learning what doesn't work. Like now is the time to figure it out, not in three years when you've got a great business and then you start posting content right. to an audience and they're like. What you know, like, like, what is, yeah, you know, exactly. like now's the time. Now's well, the time to learn because th- it, it doesn't matter now. It, as you're in the very beginning, as you're starting out, people think that this mm-hmm. is when it matters the most. It actually doesn't matter at all. Right? Like, like, no. And what's great is that you know you you're gonna have you know zero to a hundred followers. You know you're gonna you're gonna be your content's gonna not really be pushed out to right. anybody. Quite frankly, as a new as a new profile on the on any social media network, you're suspect. The the, the network the, themselves are gonna say, mm, we're not sure we're gonna put your content out there until we see how it, how oh, it performs. Oh, that's so good. So, so guess what? You there, there's zero risk for you for for you coming from from a standpoint of well, I don't want people to see me you know in in this way or that way or that you know I don't want to you know put out content that that that's bad. Well. Nobody's going to see it anyway, but guess what? They're not going to see your good content until you put out all this other content first because you're not going to get good content to put out until you put in the reps, until you, you, you develop the, the brand voice and you develop the, the who you are and how you come across. Like, you know, pe- people on video, you know, it, it takes a long time to get comfortable speaking to a yeah. camera. <laughs> yeah. It does. <laughs> I, I mean, people are not comfortable with that inherently. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it takes a while. I mean, if you go back and it's because I'm, a, I'm in a media company, I, I've left every single video I've ever posted up. But you don't have to. You can delete your old stuff. But but if you go all the way back to the beginning of my stuff, you'll see the videos and they suck. And those were like the 300th take was was what made it up onto the Internet. Now I can post something, you know, in it, it, it's a single take and it's done. Mm-hmm. For two reasons. One is I'm more confident being on camera, and two, I'm more confident in I don't care if it's not perfect. Yeah. Because quite frankly, it doesn't matter if it's perfect. It just needs to be put out there. People need to consume it. 
Um, the great thing about social media is that it's a 24 hour news cycle. It's, it's the same as what, you know, the newspapers or, or TV used to be is like, it, it's going to be pushed out and then people are going to see it and then it's going to be gone effectively. And it's, it'll stay on your profile, but people, it's not going to be pushed out to, to more right. people. So if you mess up today, you have a, no, a new day tomorrow to do yeah. it again. Yeah. And, 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 and you, you, it, it needs to be done to be able to put the reps in. It's the same thing, you know, when you build your database, it's going to be difficult. You're going to be learning all the systems, all, you know, learning how to, how to, you know, add people to the database and how to, you know, follow up. It's the same stuff. You, you know, you, you suck at it in the beginning, but you get better the more you do it. You know, when you learn to drive a car, I'm sure you scared the crap out of your parents. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> but as you got better, now you drive, I'm sure, without even thinking. Yeah. You got a coffee in one hand, you're listening to a podcast, you're, you're, you're like, huh, how'd I get yeah. here? Because cause you got better at it. You know what you're, I hope you got better at it. <laughs> I feel like I'm a, I'm a decent driver. <laughs> my, frankly, okay. my, frankly okay. my wife says that I drive too slow, so <laughs> I think I'm okay. I somehow I could see that, um, but, but you, but you get better. Right? And then eventually you do it without even thinking yeah. about it. That's the natural progressing about learning anything. And so social media is no yeah. different. Uh, building a database is no different. Being a real estate agent is no different. The more you do, the better you are. And quite frankly, when you first start out, if you've never done a transaction, there's a lot of stuff that you start need to getting comfortable with because you don't have valuable content, quite frankly, to talk mm. about on the real estate side right. yet. Cause you don't, you could, you could say what the books yeah. say, but until you've done it, you've done transactions and, and you've got, you know, several under your belt, you can't speak to what the process is. You can just speak to what, what, what the, what the book says. That. And so you might as well start working on all of the other stuff, you know, the personal stuff, the, the hobbies, the, the, Hey, I'm in real estate. I can help you buy and sell, but you know, I I'm, I'm touring houses. I'm, I'm holding open houses. I'm doing whatever. Get, get comfortable on camera doing that stuff so that once you start doing more educational stuff, which quite frankly, you need to be doing too, but that, that's another, another topic of, of, of what yeah. to post and whatnot there. But you can't speak to that without getting that right. experience. And so you want, you want to get that experience through business before you start building up a big audience that you want people to actually, you know, watching your stuff or reading hundred percent. So let's get in some of the specifics. How much content should they be posting and, and what content should they be posting as far as like videos, photos, um, like, I like, let's go super basic. Let's make sure that we're kind of all approaching this from the same level. What works right now best on social media? The, what works best right now okay. is video and, and, you know, and it's the vertical format. Tell video, us why. TikTok. So Video is interesting format, uh, and and quite frankly, we live in, a, in an interesting uh, a generation right now because before the, the prior generation, if you were on video, you were on you were somebody who was important. You were on TV. You were a movie star. You're you're whatever, um, and so you had a you had a reason to be on video, and so pe- and so people looked at it with with a elevated status. You know, you're on video, so I, I should I should listen to you for some some reason, whatever it is. Um, our generation didn't grow up with video be, uh, being easily created by ourselves. You know, yeah, you had home videos and stuff like that, but you know, getting it from from camera to to the, the VCR and all of that stuff, it you know, it, it was it wasn't a lot prevalent. of friction. Now you, yeah. very much so. Now you pull out a cell phone, and the the, the younger generation now they grew up with video being it, and so it's gonna it's gonna start changing, yeah, you know, as we progress here, but. 
because it, it's easier to do. Everybody, you know, pulls out their, their, their phone and does a selfie and stuff like that in the younger generation nowadays. Um, but the great thing about video is that a, it, it gives you that level of authority because, Hey, you're on video and I'm not, which means that you're important on, I'm, I'm lower than you in, in importance mm. at this point. Um, to, 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 to the older generation, yeah, 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 yeah. Our generation, not so much yeah. to the younger. Um, but it conveys so much more. I mean, you, you have inflection, you have body language, you have, uh, you can build that, that connection. It's much more personal. You know, have you ever watched a, a Netflix series and then it was so engrossed in the story that you, you end up, you know, binge watching for two o'clock more than morning? I'd like to admit it's because you're, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure. And I'm sure most people do, but the thing is, is that they're building that, that, that connection on a personal level with, with, with yeah. characters. Uh, and, and they're doing that through video. Um, it, it, it can happen through, through words and, and, and text, but not as easily. You know, I, I'm sure you know, people get engrossed in books. I, I remember, you know, when I would read more books, you know, similar thing, you'd be there for hours, but it's that personal connection. It's easier to do when it's you can video. see them when you can yeah. hear them. I, I often, I, I'm curious to see what you say about this because I often, um, I, I've often said that, the if the foundational piece of building rapport is the like, know and trust factor. Right. And that's kind of the thing that everybody says. Mm-hmm. What you're able to do is because I, I think that the uh, and it's so funny because I read the other day, I, like the traditional idea of like how many touches it takes for somebody to like, know and trust you is or to build some kind of brand recognition, so to speak, is like seven times. Like they got to see your brand seven times to build some mm-hmm. level of trust with with who you are and what you do. That has now grown to 30. It was the latest statistic mm-hmm. that I've seen. So they have to see your brand 30 times for them to like, know, build like, no trust. But to me, video and the way I always think about this is that video essentially effectively takes that stretch of like 30 times or, or let's say six months. It's going to take six months of content for them to like, know, and trust you. It takes that six months and through video, you're able to condense that down to maybe 15 days. Like if they see 15 days of content from you, like, because mm-hmm. again, like you said, they get this, they get to see the inflection of their voice. They hear, they, they hear how genuine you feel about things. Like, like it's, it, there's a level of honesty, transparency that comes with video that you cannot have any other way, right? Like there, there's, going to be inherently behind some kind of behind copy or behind a photograph there is a higher level of distrust uh and you have to it takes Mm -hmm. longer to get through that right if all they see is especially in the age of photoshop right right. i mean mean, yes you can do stuff with video but but it there's there's, photoshop has been around long enough that that people are saying well you know look at the bend in the wall and and all those things and and, and people inherently don't trust photos because they can be doctored And, and and videos can be edited kind of, but it's still not the same. I mean, you can, you, you can turn, you know, a person has got the ability to be able to sit down and think about how they want to say something in words on, in written words in a caption. You can think about that for as long as you want. And it might be that the person who actually made that copy wasn't even the person 
<laughs> like, you know, like there's just yeah. more levels of distrust behind mm-hmm. photos and behind copy or words on an, on a post mm-hmm. than there will be in video, right? You, you, you're just inherently building trust faster with video and putting your face in front of, mm-hmm. in front of people and recording it will again, inherently, uh, uh, get you to that place where they're like, I like this guy. Like, I, I think, I think that mm-hmm. he's genuine. I think that he's honest. I think that he knows what he's talking about. And I think that he can help us with what we're trying to achieve. Right. Whatever that thing is. Yep. And so, uh, which, which yeah. is really just what you're saying. Um, but I think, I think that that's, I think that you're right. I think that you're, I think that's so true. Yeah. And, and what's interesting too, is that the less polished the video, the better, sometimes the more connection right. you'll, you'll right. make because, you know, um, there, there, there's a, an interesting, um, concept, uh, you know, in, in scams, you know, you ever get those scam emails from the Nigerian prince or, or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. And, and you see all the, the mistakes and the, and the, and the, the obvious things that are, that are wrong in it. It's because and it's not because their English is bad. Because it's not. I mean, you can run it through Google Translate, and you can translate it to you know be perfect. They could pay somebody on Fiverr to to, to do it and get it done and perfect. They do that for because it uh, people have a, a higher level of trust when there's mistakes in it. Hmm. They found um, there, and it also weeds out the people that that you know wouldn't fall for it anyway. But you know, it, it, but building that connection by having ums, ahs, mistakes, looking down, you know, whatever. So. It's well. It's not good video practice. It can lead to to, to more uh, connection to to the people that, that you're 100%. talking to. hundred percent. And and so that the great thing with that though is that that means that even if you post bad content, it still can be uh, uh, very. Uh, it conveys in a lot of ways a higher level of credibility that you are who you say you are. Mm-hmm. And your personality is exactly what you portray online, right? And that you are a real person, mm-hmm. a real human. And and I love that because so many people come to video with the idea that this thing's got to be perfect. It does not. It does not. Like no. a, a perfect video, the, a thing said, the one. I still post videos. Like some of my highest, um, not to say like I've ever gotten like viral views on a video or anything like that, but some of the content that I've posted that's gotten the most engagement, that's had the most views, that's gotten the most traction. There are things in that video that I wish I said differently, right? Like, isn't that such a crazy mm-hmm. thing? And I've heard people, I, I've, I've listened to uh, influencers who have massive accounts, right? And, and who have, big, have built big businesses behind their social media accounts that are, are actually making sales with their social media accounts. I've heard, I've heard people talk about the fact that uh, they constantly think that their highest, uh, the, the videos that performed the best were actually some of their most, like they personally didn't like the video. They personally thought it was a bad video because of the way they said something or because of the way something flowed or they wish that the lighting was better or they wish that it sounded better mm-hmm. or they wish that they had ended up using a different track and it performed the best, right? There is, mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, not a huge correlation between what you think is perfect and what will actually get you business on social media. <laughs> like, and I think that's a, that's a hard yeah. thing for, for a lot of people to, uh, to start to wrap their head around and, and a hard mentality to start to develop. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I thought you were going to say something a little earlier. Um, well, cool. Okay. 
I was, but it's, it's oh, gotcha. Back there. Okay, well, so so, we so let's 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 talk about the next thing then, which is how often to post. Okay, because I think that this is another misconception. If 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 you're using lead generation, and I'm curious to see what you say about this, so push back, please. If you're using lead generation to nurture, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. That was incorrect. If you're using social media to nurture then that's one thing. And that requires kind of one strategy on social. If you're working to mm -hmm. use lead, um, if you're working to use social media to generate leads, that requires a bit of a different strategy. So can you kind of talk about like com compare and yes. contrast that? Because oftentimes people are posting and they think they're generating leads or they, they're working to try to generate leads, but the strategy that they're using on social isn't actually achieving that end. It's just basically nurturing people who maybe they got a referral and they're going to check the person out, or maybe they've used them in the past and they followed them because they used that agent in the past. And so it's just kind of staying top of mind and nurturing that lead for the future. It's not really getting you new leads in to your database. So kind of talk to me about those, those two ideas and what do they need to be doing on social to generate leads? So lead generating and nurturing are very, very different things and you can do it on all platforms. Um, but, but you don't want to do lead generating true, tr true lead generating, uh, as much as you do the nurture mm -hmm. stuff, because then you'll push people away. Um, so the way I look at it is, is, you want to nurture. You want to um, talk to your to your audience with uh, your your hobbies and the 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 the, the who you are as a person um, a, a good chunk of the time, and then mm, you can sprinkle in some 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 more uh, real estate stuff, and then you can sprinkle in even lesser true uh, call to actions to to uh, generate leads. Um, and then there's a couple of different things that I, I've even uh, been looking at too. Is like like stories, for instance, you know, you can do them on uh, Facebook. You can do them on Instagram. You can do, even do, even do them on uh, YouTube. I think um, or they might have gone away with that. Um, that talks to your 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 current followers mm. only. Doesn't go anywhere else. Posts go out with with the, with the, with the algorithm, and and who knows who 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 of your, your followers are going to necessarily see posts. And and they're they're testing depending on the platform on. Uh, out, outreach more but you know posts are great for when people come back to your profile they can see the stuff that's going on reels however which is what uh, instagram call and facebook call uh, the vertical style video those can get pushed out to anywhere and so that is, is one of the reasons why video is so so popular and so advantageous right now is that it can go out to reach people that that you don't even connect with so you're they're not following you uh, maybe your friends don't even know them they're just new people you're, you're, you can generate leads uh from from the those types of content and and what what you need though when you're generating that kind of uh putting out content like that is that you need a place that will actually collect mm. the lead and get them to, to either reach out for a reason and uh so that you can put them to your database because just having some random person like your 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 reel is going to do you That's no right. good because now you you can't contact them. You can't put them into your follow-up sequence. You can't, uh, you know, put them into a nurture system. Nothing. All, all you have is, is they're, on, they're online. And so you need to get them from the social media platform into your, um, uh, your, your database, into your ecosystem so you can reach out to them regardless of whether they're on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or wherever So talk, So talk to me, talk, talk to and, me about and, that. How do, you, how do you capture a lead? 
or, or rather, really, let me let me rephrase that. How do you turn a person who found a video of yours, right? Um, how do you turn that person who's watching that content into an actual like phone number or an actual email address that you're able to put into your database and to nurture to the eventual sale? Because when they see that video, and I tell the agents this all the time, they're they're not like more than likely they're not ready to buy or sell, right? And they also don't trust you well enough, Most and they aren't. don't trust you well enough to refer you, right? So how do you mm-hmm. how do you capture that contact information for that person who saw? And just and they saw the video and they were like, oh, that's interesting. Like she likes gardening. I like gardening. Right. Like so. 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 Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, she's an agent. Oh, I get it. Because they started flipping through her profile because they were they were interested in what other gardening videos that she had done. Right. And so they're like, oh, she's a real estate agent. Right. right So how do you get how do you get that person who's not ready to buy or sell themselves? And they don't necessarily trust you quite yet to actually refer you because they don't know you to refer you to somebody else as an Mm -hmm. agent. How do you capture that phone number and that email address? Because I think this is the biggest difficulty for most people when it comes to social media. So I think you need to understand the process that people go through. So, so if they're scrolling through on, on social media and, and it's a suggested post, uh, which is how you get the outreach, you know, the, the reels, whether they're going through reels or whatever, you, you start looking at that. Oh, that's interesting. The, 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 the natural progression is like they'll, they'll click on your profile and they'll see, well, what else does this guy talk about? What, what else? What are the contents out there? They're going to go on your profile. They'll, they'll read your bio which is important. You need to have, uh, impo- you know, who you are, what you do, what you talk about in, in that bio. Um, and, and then you have a library of content that they can binge watch, just like on Netflix. They can go say, hey, and they can start watching j- reels of just you. And they say, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. And so they're, they're for your example, gardening, they're going through, ah, that's interesting gardening. That's interesting. Oh, this is something else that she's interested in. I li- I'm interested in that too. That's, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. And then they run across, oh, you're right. She, she, she is an agent. Huh. Interesting. Oh, and she likes to serve people that are gardeners or whatever. If that's your target. Right. Or whatever. Um, and say, like, huh, that's interesting. And then you've got a piece of content in there with a call to action. And this is this is the the, the, the uh, big piece. If you don't have a call to action, then people are just going to do whatever they want to do. If they're going to just scroll through, through your feed, somebody else's feed. They're going to move on. You need to call them out and say, hey, do this for this. And so what yeah you have a call to action in the video saying you know uh check out my profile for more more tips uh and then you know in your profile uh so instagram is is infamous for this is that you you can only have one link and so you have a link there that goes to somewhere where you're going to capture information and so whether it be um your gardening example sucks but you know for for (laughs) well yeah, you know, the the top 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 ten uh, landscape tips yes. to to sell you your go. house yeah. for more. Yeah, let's go yeah. with that. Um, and and so you you build what's called a lead generator, and and the lead generator is is a, an offer of value for in exchange for value. And so you're going to give them some stuff that that you you can provide. You know, like I said, t- top ten tips for for you know getting your landscape for for selling your house or, or for. Maybe maybe not even necessarily selling your house. It could be top ten landscape um, tips for, 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 for the spring, or yeah. top ten landscape does for, for, yeah, for, curb, for appeal. curb appeal, or top top top, top ten gardening techniques yeah. for the springtime in South Carolina because that's that's where we're at, right? It, like stuff like that. Yeah. So let me ask you this. And so you do something like because that because I've had this conversation Go with ahead. some agents, and they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, I send them to my website." 
and then it sends them to the IDX like website, like provided by their brokerage. Talk to me about that. <laughs> so, I, I could talk about that uh, in a couple of different ways, but let, let's we'll just keep it uh, uh, short and concise. Uh, your IDX website is, is useless. Um, people are going to go to Zillow. People are going to go to Realtor.com, um, and you're not capturing any information there. So you need to ca- send them somewhere where they're going to see value. Uh, they're going to actually realize the value of, of who you are, what you can do, what you offer. Um, so your website, that, that's a whole nother. That's co- a whole nother topic. topic as, as I know. Yeah, what yeah, your website yeah, should be. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. But, it's a whole nother topic. But this, but this is what a lot of agents <laughs> are doing, though, right? So in 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 their bio, yeah. the link that they're using and the place that they're sending to capture someone's information, because they're like, oh yeah, well let me send it to my IDX website if because because again, the assumption here is that they're ready to, ready to buy or sell a house, and that is a huge assumption, and right? Ninety nine percent of people are not 100%. ready to buy or sell. <laughs> Yeah. One. And so, so they're, so they're sending people yeah. to this ID, IDX website. And first of all, I'm like, and again, this is a whole other topic, but I'm going to rant. I'm like, do you know what the conversion rate on that IDX website is? It is abysmally low, abysmally low. It is designed so poorly and you feel like you're going to be capturing leads on that thing. It doesn't happen. The amount of traffic that you've got to send to that website in order for you to capture any real number of leads to follow up with is massive. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to send so many people to that website because your because your conversion rate I, I think statistically it's like two to five percent like two to five percent is like oh, it's gonna be way less than that idx website because guess what you send them there they say oh i can search 100 i can search over here i can search all this other place and i trust <laughs> them more than i trust you because i have no idea who Guys, you i'm gonna are, tell you I, but i know zillow <laughs> i know realtor.com i know Redfin. I know all these other ones that are nationally, you know, spending billions of dollars on advertising to make sure that Guys, they know gonna, who they are. You can't. I am going to die that. on this hill because I, as a buyer myself, before I got into real estate, I would instantly click out of that IDX website. Before I even knew what it was, before mm-hmm. I even understood it, the minute you asked me for mm-hmm. my email address to see your home, I xed out. I did it myself. So I'm going to mm-hmm. die on this effing hill. Those things do not convert. They mm-hmm. do not work. If you want to build a solid, sustainable business as a real estate agent, stop sending people to your IDX website. Stop it. Don't do it because mm-hmm. it is not effective. Yeah. It does not really capture any leads. And you're sitting there going, well, I can't figure. And, and, and I and I do understand. I understand. Like, I, I sympathize. I understand. I know in a lot of cases it's coming with your brokerage. So it's like, well, it gets you a website and it's like, well, I, I get it. Like I empathize and I understand it's easy right now. And it's like free with your, with your brokerage. So you're not having to pay extra money for it. Like your website and your homepage are for random people right. going to it. You put your website in your business card. They'll go there. They expect to see it, whatever. They're going to click around. They're going to look for the about me and, and, and the, the information about, about who you are. They're checking the box that, yes, That's you right. are who you say you are. However, you don't send people to – you don't call people uh, using a call to action to go to a home page. You do what's called yep. a landing page. The landing page is what's going to uh, speak directly to the problem that you're looking to solve for them in what you're calling them to action for. You're not calling them action. Hey, check out my website. You're saying, go to my website for the top 10 gardening tips in, 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 in the Carolinas or whatever it was. And then you want a page that just says, hey, give me your information. Right. I'll, I'll send this to you. That's right. And it's, it's called the landing page. So you land, you, 
go there. You're going to tell have some stuff about who you are there because again, you don't. Yeah, you know, hey, I'm I'm a, a realtor or whatever. I'm, you know, Joe Schmo and in, you know South, South uh, in the Carolinas, and you know, here's here's my my tips for this. I love gardening or whatever. You speak a little bit a little bit about that, and then you can uh, get their information. Just name and email. You maybe phone number. Phone number. The more fields you have on that, that on that form, the more the less likely that they'll fill it out. Um, email is is imperative though, so that you can then send them. The information or right. direct them to a page there gets a little bit more into down into the deeps so of the, the technical right. aspect of how to do that but you do that and now you can you know start talking to them on your terms rather than whenever they they, they jump on social media whenever they they do anything uh, now you can do it you can send them an email you can call them if you get their phone number um, and you can have a conversation this is not somebody who's saying i'm ready right. to buy or sell this is important right. information to know this is somebody that you're adding to your database that you can, you know, build that no like and trust and nurture them along so that when they're ready to buy or sell, well said. you can come along and and and, and be the person. Well, that, that well they said. Because with. you you love the same things because you're the same person, right? Like everybody wants to work with mm-hmm. another person who understands them and who has the same values exactly. and who has the same beliefs and who has the same interests. And nobody and, likes to and be hobbies. sold. And nobody wants to be sold to, right? It's 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 critical. And and so that that's a really good explanation. Okay, so I just want to I want to I want to again put all this into a box just to make sure that we're rehashing some things and just make sure that it's all kind of clearly linked for people. When you're publishing content, you're giving them a call to action in that content that says, hey, like, I, I, you know, you let's, let's, let's stay with the gardening thing, right? Like I, you're showing a video of, of what you're doing outside. It's like a beautiful spring day and you're showing people like, these are the, this is what I planted today. I'm not a gardener. So it's like, I know this is an awful example for me to give, but like, you know, this is what I planted today and this is kind of what my plan is going to be. And then, oh, and let me show you this over here. That's been going for like six weeks. This is what this looks like now. This has been a lot of fun and you show everybody the yard. It's like, Hey, so if you want more gardening tips, like this is the kind of stuff I do a lot. This is what I love to do with my free time go check it out link in the bio uh and you can get like the best gardening tips for south carolina this is just an example right but i think it's actually a pretty good example because exactly. it shows how something that feels kind of odd or different the the platform will show that to the relevant people the platforms are very good yeah. about understanding who is this video made for oh it's made for sarah let me get this mm-hmm. video over to sarah let me let me let sarah see this video because i know that she loves gardening things right so then they find the mm-hmm. platform I'm sorry, they find the video, they go to your profile because they're like, hey, she likes gardening. I like gardening. This is cool. Uh, I, yeah, I definitely want to see what that, mm-hmm. what that, what those tips are. They go to, they click on your profile, they go to your link. Oh, I got to give you my email address. They will give you your email address because you are providing something that is actually of value to them. When they, when you take them to your IDX website, that is not of value to them at all right now. They are not willing to exchange their email address because they do not care about you and they do not care about what you serve or, or they do not care about what you do or how you can help them yet. Mm-hmm. Right. But if your job, if you're exactly and yet is the key, key, key word there, because your job is to build that know, like and trust and nurture them along so that when they are ready 
A hundred percent. So we're going back to the two key things, right? Your two jobs as a real estate agent is to add people to your database and, and to talk to the people that's in your database, to nurture, to touch, to do whatever you like, call it whatever you want to. But those are the two things. This is getting people into your database. And you, and again, there's a lot, there's, there's some steps here, right? There's some steps, like you got to get it connected, maybe zap it, zap, zap, Zapier, use Zapier to get that email address and that contact information over to your database automatically so that the email sequence that you've got set up will actually go out. But again, I want to encourage you, mm -hmm. like when they sign up for that. And, and this is another thing that I think is worth talking about for just a second. When they sign up for that PDF, let's say it's a PDF or it's a video or whatever about the best gardening tips in South Carolina, don't just send them a blast after blast of uh, real estate tips, right? Like that's weird. Don't do that. <laughs> that's the quickest way for them to unsubscribe mm -hmm. from your database. You don't want that to happen, right? Now, I'm not saying that you have to come up all the time with new content on gardening that you have to send them in that nurture sequence, but there does need to be something, maybe an email a month at, at, at least, right? So, so come up with 12 emails about gardening and have, once that email address comes into your database, you're not necessarily sending them things about real estate. Now you, you should have like a little tidbit in there, maybe just so that they're, they start to understand, Oh, they do real estate as well. But you want to make sure that that mm -hmm. nurture sequence aligns with why they came to you in the first place. Right. And again, it doesn't have to be yep. a ton of stuff. And yes, it is a little bit of work to set this up, but it is massively effective. Your conversion rates are going to be so much mm -hmm. higher. It's massively effective. Um, talk. So, so uh, let me ask you this. When they, when that happens and they're getting that nurture sequence uh, and they are ready to buy or sell, right? When, when they do get to the point where they're ready, uh, what purpose does the content serve that you're making after you get that, uh, that, that contact information, right? So they, you get the contact information for Sarah, let's, let's say a Sarah, right? What purpose is your content that you're making and producing on the platform serve after you get that contact, uh, after you get that contact information? Well, it's staying uh, top of mind because you know, if you're posting, say, every day, and I'm not saying you're doing a video every day. If you're just posting every day just to you know, stay relevant and stay frequent, they're, they're seeing your content. You're, they're seeing you. They're, they're building that know, like, and trust. They're like, I know who this person is and because you're, you're sharing your life, your, your, your hobbies, your, your interests along with some, some real estate stuff. You know, and, and it's interesting because you, know, uh, you, you can't look at our profiles and say, this is what I need right. to do because we're, we're right. business to business and business to business and business to consumer are two different um, strategies altogether. And so a lot of people say, well, well, you're not posting this stuff. It's like, no, no, no. You need to be posting uh, the, the interest and, and, and that type of stuff and then dabble in, drip in some, some real estate stuff. You know, and, and what I'm saying that is like, you know, you, you don't have to be as, as um, covert about it as, sure. as it might sound is like you, when you're out out about about your day you know post about hey you'll never believe what this um the house i, I showed had had in the backyard and then show them the gardening stuff if you're going with the garden stuff uh or you, you know hey i'm out showing houses and and you know there's this really cool flower here or whatever if if again <laughs> going with the gardening example um but you're dropping in that hey you're 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 in real estate but you're not saying just listed just sold and uh, you know, buy this listing, which is what a lot of real estate agents try to do is like, like, like I'm in real estate. I got to talk about real estate in 24 seven. No, you need to be talking about things that, that, that your audience is going to be interested in and drip in some, some real estate content. And then your call to action stuff is going to be, 
you know, you know, a little bit more direct. You know, it's like, hey, you know, I was just, you know, I just had a, a deal closed and I wanted to, to, to talk about it. And then you do that or you do a testimonial or you do something like that. That is very much obviously mm-hmm. business related. And but, but you only want to do, you know, a small percentage of that. Yeah. Yeah. That, so uh, so it, here's one big reason why I love what you're talking about here, because I think for every real estate agent, when they're getting started, they're like, oh, well, I because it's like you said earlier, like they haven't had enough experience to actually talk about real estate with any kind of real authority. And it makes it so much harder to get on camera because they're so nervous because they're like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like They just got out of school. You've told me this several times, like they just got out of school learning how not to go to jail. And they're afraid that they're going to get on social media and say something that's going to send them to jail. Right. They, they just don't they just don't have enough yep. experience yet to have anything about real estate to talk about. But the beautiful thing about what you're saying is you don't need that. Right. Like right now, especially mm-hmm. where you're at in your business, you don't need that. You don't need a whole lot of content about, you know, the, the, the beautiful family that you just helped get into their next home or how much, you know, the fact that you're a top agent with so-and-so selling this much volume or whatever, like you don't need any of that stuff, right? It, you can get no. started on social media, no. uh, cut your teeth, learn the ropes, build an audience and build a following. And, and this is, and this is the second point I want to make here. And I think this is massively important that I tell every agent, think about how you consume social media. And I think this is powerful. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that any agent often thinks about this enough because they're, 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 they're developing content that they, they, they think that people need to see from their business. But they're not actually thinking about how they consume content, right? So, and I, and I, and I was telling them, I was like, and I heard this example somewhere else, and I think it's such a good example. Like, if you walked up to somebody at a dinner party, and all they did was talk about how and what, what, what they do for a living and how they're amazing at it, right? I, I like, just imagine, like, beer in hand, you walk up, and he's like, yes, I'm a lawyer, and I'm the best lawyer in town, because I've won this many cases, and I've helped this many people. Oh, and let me tell you about the last case that I just achieved. And this is what happened in court, right? And let's just assume it's not mm-hmm. like a really fascinating case, right? Because <laughs> I, I actually kind of like hearing <laughs> about that kind of stuff. But like, but like, but that's, but that's, <laughs> but that's effectively what every agent's doing. Like all they're doing on social media is talking about what they do for a living and not who they are. And people don't care generally speaking, what you do for a living. Like I, when I'm scrolling on social media, I want to find things that are either highly informative and, and, uh, that, that educate me on a topic that I'm interested in, or I, uh, or I want to be entertained. And it's one of the two. And generally speaking, if you do a combination of the two, that's really, really good, I think. But first and foremost, you ever, the only thing anybody's ever doing is posting like kind of the informative stuff. Like I'm a real estate agent. Here are some real estate tips that only works when a person's ready to buy or sell like that only kind. And even then right. it doesn't work that much. So you're alienating 99% right? Like all those people that you could be adding into your, into your database, like all that traffic that you could be generating into your business, right? You're losing all of it because the only thing that you're posting is about your real estate prowess 24 seven, right? And so, um, and so mm-hmm. I, that, that's just a beautiful thing of, of, of what you're talking about here and what you, what you just said is that, you know, most of it needs to be the things that you like and the things that you're interested in outside of real estate. That should be a good majority of what the content on your social media profile is, because that's what's going to bring people to your profile. That's what's going to actually, that's what's exactly. going to get you, view, which, which is, is the goal. The goal. You're, 
you're putting content out. You want people to come back to your profile, consume more of your content, and then reach out either through your lead generator or directly, you know, because they're ready to buy. Because quite, quite frankly, here's the thing is, is if they are ready to buy or sell and they you've built that no like and trust, they will reach out through the DMs to say, hey, 100 percent, you help me. You don't you don't need to send them a website or anything like that. They'll reach out. They'll find a way to reach out if they're 100%. ready to buy. And so stop alienating 99% of your, your audience by talking about real estate, real estate, real estate, buy, 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 buy. Talk about the stuff that interests you. Talk about the stuff that interests them that, you know, will make that connection so that you build that know, like, and trust. Because that's the, that, that's the key to all of this is building that know, like, and trust so people want yeah. to deal with you. Yeah, well, and it's so else. interesting, right? Because like I, I, you go and you look at most agents and let's just let's just talk about Instagram for right now. Like you, you, you go and you look at most agents' Instagrams and you click on their followers. The people who are following them are other real estate agents. And I hate to tell you, but that's not making you money. Right. And it's like, well, why are, why, why are the only people following you other real estate agents? Well, it's because the content you're posting, because that's, that's the content, content you're putting, putting out. out. That's why they're the ones who are following you. Mm-hmm. So stop putting out content that's going to give you followers that are never going to buy or sell anything from you. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah. uh, so I just think, I think it's amazing. Pete, we're, man, we're coming up on two hours. <laughs> Dude, I could talk to you for like all day. I've got to have you back on. I, I hope that you would come come back and and uh, and and do another podcast episode with me. Um, what I'm curious about. Yeah, so we, we've gone through a whole bunch of stuff here today. We've talked about uh, defining a marketing uh, strategy and the difference between marketing strategy and tactics. We talked about old school versus new school marketing. We've talked about um, the importance of defining a, an avatar, defining a message around a single person. We've talked about the actual platforms, what content you should be posting, video, uh, the power of video. We've talked about uh, what the content of those videos should be. And we've talked a little bit about designing a lead magnet and capturing leads. Man, we've talked about so much stuff. <laughs> Um, final thoughts from you before we log off, and then I'm going to ask you to, to share uh, where they can go to find out more information about you and to uh, and to tell me a little bit about Servant 360. So, uh, I mean, yeah, we did talk a lot about a lot of things. So final thoughts is, is you know, you have to build a foundation. If you don't have the foundation, everything else is just going to be a tactic and a shot in the, shot in the, the wind, and it's not going to you know, get, get you the results you're looking for. And so... Uh, yeah, it, it may be a lot of the boring stuff that you have to do up front, but the boring stuff is what then builds it so that you can do the fun stuff later. I love it. That's such a good, that's a, that's well said. Uh, and so if, if somebody has a question, Pete, uh, and they wanted to reach out to get more information from you, where should they go to do that? Uh, you can find us uh, at Servant360 anywhere. Um, LinkedIn would probably be the best, just because it connects awesome. directly to me. Dude, thank you so much. I, I, I appreciate you being here and I appreciate you sharing all the experience. And I'll be honest with you. And again, I'll say this in, in front of everybody on the podcast. A lot of this content that I've learned and a lot of what I'm sharing, I've learned from you. So thank you so much for being a part of the the, the mastermind that we're in and, and a part of the group calls and and listening to me because typically those calls on Tuesday nights are like two or three hours that we have with the other the other media companies. Uh, they, they, they go for a long time. Yeah. So thank you so much for what you taught me, man. And I really appreciate you coming here and sharing it with our audience. 
My pleasure. I, I enjoyed talking uh, about marketing and, and helping businesses. That's awesome. Thrive, Guys, so. if you have questions about things that we talked about in here, please reach out. Um, both Pete and I can help you. You know, it, uh, Let us know if there's anything that we can do for you. If you have any questions, if, if you're like, hey, that sparked an idea, but I'm not sure how to take that idea to the next level or what to do with that idea, let us know. I'm, I'm always happy to, uh, to talk strategy uh, because we are here to support you as agents and, and professionals in the real estate industry, um, not just with your listing media media, but uh, to actually help you build a sustainable business that will in turn help us get more business is sickly. Like we, we help each other. We, we support you, you support us. And that's the way we grow businesses really, really big. So Pete, thanks so much for being here again today. I really appreciate it guys. I hope you have an amazing week. Go out there and crush it. I'll see you next time. How should I end this? Maybe if I say like, I'll see you next time. So long. And we're going to end it right there. Uh, right, 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 where you, right where you laughed. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening. Hopefully this was really helpful to you in your journey of building a business. If you like what you heard, please click subscribe and go to iTunes and give us a rating. That helps us out tremendously when we're producing, hopefully, content of huge value to you. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it and I hope that you have an amazing week. Go out there and crush it. I'll see you soon.